Hello, and welcome to another hilarious episode of Comedy Soundwave. I'm uh, Mr. Derek Magnuson, and here's my uh, co-host, Will McGuire. Hey, Derek. How you doing? Doing good, Will. How are you doing? Awesome, man. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. It's, uh, it's got, there's some really beautiful weather out here in San Francisco. I'll say. I'll say. Uh, but you know what happens when it gets dark? What? There's some excellent shows to see out in San oh, Francisco. Oh, yeah. The people don't have enough shows during the day. There should be more day prov. Maybe that's, that, a, that's a good idea. All right. But for now, we're stuck with the evening times. But um, you know what I've been hearing? What's that? That there is, if you want, if you're thinking about improving or um, looking for a solution for all your acting and improv needs, you should check out uh, PamelaHolly.com. What? How do you spell that? Well, that is uh, P-A-M-E-L-A-H-A-W-L-E-Y.com. Cool. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, and but what else? What if I want to like see a live show? Well, there is this one. Uh, it's going to be happening near the end of this month. It's on uh, Monday, April twenty seventh. Twenty seventh, and it's called the People's Non-Binding Arbitration. It's oh this, yeah, uh, hilarious uh, improv show at Stageworks Theater. It's uh, ten p.m. and it's only five dollars to get in. And you can have your dispute settled in. Yeah, if you've got a manner. dispute you want to have settled. Just come on, just step right up and be like, hey, I have a dispute here. I want to settle this core. Good. I definitely have a lot of grievances, so I'll, you'll be seeing you there. All right, excellent. Well, with all that being said, let's jump into the comedy sound Whoa, Will, here we are. Hey. We're in the comedy sound wave. Here we are in the comedy sound wave with not one, but two guests. I am so happy to have our two guests here. In no particular order, Pammy Holly, aka Pamela Holly. How are you, Pam? I am great. That's Things are going well. Amazing. We also have Jake Hallstrom here. Jake, what's up, man? Oh, not too much. Just uh, hanging out in a room full of cool people. Yeah. Awesome. What more could you ask for on a Sunday? I, I, it's that's pretty good. I think that's what church is all about, right? Hanging out with cool people on a Sunday. Absolutely. I just came from church. You did? Yeah. And is that kind of the deal? You just you know feel good, get good vibes, hanging out with yeah, everybody? Yeah, it's a good feeling. Yeah, it's really, really good. You're connecting with uh, a larger power. Sure. Well, we at Comedy Soundwave are a non-denominational, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we're, we subscribe to the Church of Improv here, but we are an equal opportunity employer, Come mm-hmm. any race, color, or creed. That's right. Yeah. What creed are you, Jake? Got a creed? I don't know. Fair enough, Pam. You got a creed. You know, gosh, do I have a creed? No, I think I'm someone who just loves all people and in the present moment, and so I'm not going to be constrained by a belief. Totally. I'm more or less trying to fish around to figure out what creed means. Yeah, what does that mean? (laughs) You know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like something vegan. It sounds like Mm. it's some kind of like bean substitute or paste that's like, are you going to eat creed today? Right. And you're like, "Mm, no, No, I don't think so. (laughs) No. Sounds like you could spread it on toast. Yeah, 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 exactly. (laughs) You're right. It would definitely involve adding some spices to it just to make it taste better. Tolerable, yeah. Yeah. I picture it as kind of like, you ever seen Vegemite? 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like Bean Creed. I think we're thinking of the word curd is what we're, <laughs> is what we're <laughs> curd. Mm, no, I'm not because this is thinner no, and it's okay. tougher and it's a hard spread and curd is a lot lighter and you can have like a nice lemon curd dessert. That's right. Yes, you can have that. I'm also, we, we mentioned a bean paste. Yes. There's a lot of uh, uh, bean-based sauces out there these days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Made out of like chickpeas or soybeans. Ooh, now that now we're getting toward hummus. Yes. Uh, hummus, mm-hmm. is, as we all know, is delicious. Yeah. I, I, I like hummus a lot. I think I might have just confused it with curd. Thank you, Derek. <laughs> Jake, do you have a stance on hummus? Uh, yes, I like it, and you can use it with chips or crackers. Mm. Sometimes when I get to the end of my hummus tub, uh, you know, your, your crackers aren't the proper vessel to, like, get the very remains, mm-hmm. and I'm going to share something with you all and the, all of Ooh. our Comedy Soundwave right. listeners a, that I, those exclusive right here. I may regret, but I <laughs> am not above using my finger to remove all the remaining hummus fluid ounces remaining and just literally get in it all. My I'm mom. all for that. Okay. I'm all for that. You know why? I'm dealing my, you know, my, my day job is about global poverty. I'm like, yes, okay, saving good. food. But what I think is interesting is you don't just have hummus. You have a hummus tub. And I got to tell you, I'm, I'm imagining at first like I was like 16 ounce and then I'm like, mm, I'm thinking like a bathtub of hum- hummus. Mm, how, how far does this go, Will? I wish. Uh, it's the, I get the family size. Um, Sabra usually at Wait, the store. Wait, how big is the family yeah, size? Yeah, what is that, like 64 like, ounces? I know. No, it is about, I make, I'm motioning, it's, I would venture to say it's, it's 32 to 40 ounces of hummus. It's like a 40. Wow. <laughs> how long does it take you to go through that? It depends. It really depends. Um, like a day, right? No, no, no. no. I was we, kidding you. A, I'm not a maniac. Gosh, <laughs> you're you taking that so two, seriously. <laughs> hey, two or three days, Pammy, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I do eat a lot of hummus. It's, it's a very good uh, protein source. But um, I think uh, our listeners do tune in for food tips and nutrition, as we all know. Uh, definitely. I mean, with summertime, yeah. just after the springtime. Oh, yeah. So we, don't do Creed, okay? Right. No, not don't at all. Don't do Creed. Don't put Creed on those burgers no. and hot dogs when you have your barbecue. Right, right. Well, or if you check out any of the um, wonderful truck food here in San Francisco. Oh, food trucks. Yeah. Sure. The Creed like, truck. Or the Creed truck. Dude, that, <laughs> that truck would not be. No, it would not be populated. I just want to say that truck would probably take you higher. Ooh. Excellent, yeah. Creed, yeah. excellent Creed reference. Yes, <laughs> yes. Who's a more re- reviled band in your guys' opinion, Creed or Nickelback? Hmm. Or other? More reviled? reviled band. Well, I have to say, just my first improv hit is one of the ones that's like a love revile kind of thing is Van Halen. Because if you read the story mm-hmm. there, people talk, it's not about the music, right? The music people love. But when you talk about the dynamics, wow, it's like some really, really tough dynamics between all the lead singers sure. and everything they had there. It's a really fascinating story. So I think that's a really amazing, actually, that Van Halen continue to persevere and produce such great music with such like altercations and like, wow, you know, rough cat catty meow stuff going on within there right like <laughs> it was not it was yeah right that Trash was in th- hotel rooms well yeah but also there was just a lot of jealousy and back and forth i mean they had this a lot of issues between the teams it wasn't sure. i guess i would just say it wasn't the um most um kumbaya team out there <laughs> Who, who's your who's your winner there are you sammy hagar fan or the other one david lee roth oh, david lee roth <laughs> you know um i i like 
I like both. Um, I think it's just I'm I'm not, I'm not going to take sides with Sammy or David because Ooh, very, you know they're both good. just really very very close with me. And I just Sammy and Dave, just a shout out to you both. Just wonderful work you've done, and Friend. I'm just not going to choose. Friends of the show, David Lee Roth and Sammy Hagar. <laughs> Only yeah, I mean, they, they waved by the studio last time. They stopped by. We were like, no, we're kind of booked yeah. up. Ugh, well, Dave guys. didn't get in here because he cut his hair. Oh, and yeah. that was, you know. It's a whole yeah. long process. No, 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 you don't do that. I mean, <laughs> if, you're, if you're David Lee Roth, you keep the hair, right? I'd, I'd say so. I'd say so. Can those two ever be in the same room as one another? Yes, this, I've had them for dinner parties. You've had them both. Yeah, over. absolutely. Okay. And they're and they're very kind and they're very loving with That's each nice. other once they're off the stage. Okay. It's when they get on the stage together, you know, right. because they you, one of them has to own it, right? Sure. So, but when I was having my hummus dinner party, mm. they were um, they they were eating hummus together. In fact, oh. one of them was even taking their pinky and dipping. Right they were in. dipping at the at the oh. bottom when it was getting low on my hummus tub. A couple of brothers after my own soul, right there. My goodness, guys! Whirlwind pace, lots of talk here. At some point, uh, we we did regret to mention for our new, any new listeners, this is Comedy Soundwave. It's a San Francisco Bay Area oh, yeah, improv based podcast, and mm-hmm. uh, typically we do uh, we do like to talk other things, uh, music and hummus and other things. But um, we have a lot of interests. We have lots of Comedy Soundwave. We do we cover and a lot of ground. Absolutely, and uh, we'll we'll be sure to get into some improv here uh, after the break. But I think it's time to hear from our sponsors. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, this is Craig Gaspian from the Backseat Jam at Piano Fight, and you're listening to Comedy Soundwave. Hey, has this happened to you? Yes, it has. Oh my goodness! It's cracked lip day. Yay, everybody smile. Ah, oh, oh, it's so painful. Have you found that family photos are painful? Do your lips crack and bleed during a family special time? Well, now there's Chep Chap Block. Chep Chap Block. Chep Chap Block. Chep Chap Block. My lips, they're, they're so, they're all healed and better. I can smile in family photos now. In my lips, I'm a six-year-old kid, and my lips got broken, and I put Chap Chap Block on, and then I can grin really big like this. Wow! Chap Chap Block! Chap 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 Block! You can buy it at your local convenience store. Warning, Chap Chap Block may cause cancer. And we're back. You're listening to Comedy Soundwave. Welcome back, everyone. Jake, Pamela... Pamela, I wanted to ask you uh, about your improv background, uh, kind of where you got started and um, also what you're doing now. Yeah, cool. Well, it was really interesting. Well, when I was first starting out, I actually had not had any um, background in acting at all, and I got asked on a date to go see a show. Oh, and really? I, yeah, and I thought, gosh, I wonder if I can do this. And at the time, I was in startup mode uh, for a nonprofit I was starting, and I thought, girl, you can't wonder. You've, you just got to go do this. So it was really great because I, uh, as I was going into startup mode, it was also breaking my mind, like going up on doing improv because it was so challenging um, to really feed your mind and get all of that so it could be natural. But once I started to look beyond San Francisco, I thought, where are the origins of it? And I flew to Second City and started taking training there. And that was a little too far to go. So I started traveling down to L.A., much shorter commute. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yep. And you took some classes down there at the Groundlings, is it? Yes. So I'm upperclassman at Groundlings now, and that's pretty much every class you've got to kind of audition and pass before you get to the next level. And you also get to like 
beat up on the freshmen. Right? <laughs> no, you collaborate with him. You work with. Him. You know the thing is, Upper improv. Classmen, come it, on. No way. Tammy. No way. Come on, Will. I mean, that's the thing. Improv, as life should be too, is age agnostic, right? So, I mean, you could be an eighteen-year-old who is phenomenal improviser, and you could be a 60, 62 year old who's done it for sixteen years. It doesn't matter, right? So you play with everyone. Right. Well, I, I guess I was latching onto the, the term upperclassmen, oh, and I'm oh, thinking oh. of like the high school quarterback sort of yes. shoving yeah. the freshmen in the lockers and stuff. No, and that's what you do down there, <laughs> no, we don't do that. Oh, okay. um, but I think it's more, you know, just that you've advanced to that kind of level. I see. Yeah. I see. And so I did Groundlings, and then I traveled to New York um, during the summer and started at UCB. And then I found out that UCB launched an L.A. satellite, so I flew down there back and forth and graduated from UCB as well. Oh, wow. So you've, you've uh, gone to some of the meccas of, of improv. Well, I love it because with improv, there's all these similar principles, but then each school has its own kind of... Um, its own lens about how it's different. Groundlings really focuses on character work. Um, UCB is very quick kind of verbal Mm -hmm. repartee and and Mm -hmm. political and a little bit less um, space object work and body movement. Um, Kind of the word rules the day at UCB. Oh, yeah. Uh, So I love both because it kind of breaks your mind to keep, you know, going Mm -hmm. back and forth. And if you're going to be a great improviser, you need to understand all styles and play with all different types of people. Mm. Does that ring true for you as well, Jake? Uh, yes, it does. Um, yeah, uh, for uh, improv, uh, for me, um, I, I've only uh, officially taken classes with End Games, uh, but uh, they've been really great about, um, I guess, uh, flying in instructors from oh, yeah. uh, you know different schools. I guess uh, mm-hmm. a lot of IO, I think. A yeah, lot of, a lot of yeah, NUC cargo. I owe um, annoyance as well. Like mm-hmm. they are very uh, character driven. Uh, like you start a scene with a character and then see where it goes. Um, and when both people do that, you both have something to uh, talk about. And it's pretty uh, pretty interesting to see how that um, comes to be. Uh, but yeah, you have to, um, or at least I have to, uh, just like play with different styles just to find out, you know, what works for me on that particular day. Um, Sometimes I'm feeling a little bit more uh, word-heavy, and some days I'm just more, you know, just kind of you know, playing playing by the gut, I guess. You're uh, really, I've always noticed your space object work, Jake. You're uh, one of the best in the business, in my view, in that, in that area. Well, no, thank you. Uh, if it were business, <laughs> uh, I guess it would be booming. Right. Um, <laughs> man, if only you could get, if you could somehow make that into a living, just just creating space object lives, worlds around you, that would be, uh, yeah. would be a boom uh, Maybe some sort of mocap element. Actually, so um, oh, yeah. my, uh, yeah. my professional background is uh, animation. I do oh, nice. uh, like character animation, uh, mostly for uh, video games. Um, but, uh, you know, doing improv, for me, uh, a lot of the times is uh, being like a character and like taking up a shape on stage. So um, it's uh, doing like the animation without having to draw it. So it has yeah. to be spontaneous and it's not so uh, like, I want to say iterated on, uh, it's not so like rehearsed, I guess. So it's, 
it trains a lot of you know, spontaneity and just like really trusting yourself uh, to do what your character is going to do. Um, so that's kind of how I uh, like to play with it. Just like be physical uh, with my body and then see what words also happen to come out. Mm. That's something I, I definitely forget to do from time to time. Sometimes it's, it's a lot of just two people standing there talking to each other scenes, mm. I, I find. But if you can find something to do, it gives you something. And well, and gives, paint the scene. Paint the scene. Paint the location for people so they can visually see what you're, where you are. Yeah, it definitely boosts uh, seeing a live performance. Is all the more visual elements to it, more movement. Yeah, we're, uh, I don't know. A lot of us come from different backgrounds, you know, so, like, we don't sometimes, for myself, I don't have the theater kind of aspect of it, so I'm always trying to work on being a better actual actor because what we are doing up there is acting, and uh, we're also trying to be funny or find emotion or find something, you know, have just have a connection with another a whole group of people and hopefully the audience, but um, that's just... Uh, that's why I love it, I guess. Yeah, you're always growing, right? By the way, Absolutely. I got to go. I'm, I'm oh. hungry, so I'm going to go oh, to the grocery store. Sure. Okay. Can I just There's, grab some food and then absolutely. come back? There's a little market right over there. but uh, yeah. Could, no, could no. you grab me a kombucha, please? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go get some Creed. I'll awesome. be right back. Oh, oh, boy. Okay, Pammy. Well, oh, thanks. All for, right. And, uh, thanks so for stopping by, Pamela. Yeah, we'll see okay. you later. Okay, see you guys. See ya. See ya. Bye. Nice. Well, that was excellent. That was, was great. Um, yeah, she could only stay so long, but hopefully she'll be back at that kombucha. And oh, yeah. Get Jake, what kind of kombucha do you think? Get you. Probably GTs. Oh, right. You know, it smells one. most like vinegar, but it's just easier to start that can, way. Can someone explain to me what kombucha is? Yeah, it is for a fermented tea, I think. That's Meaning correct. it's rotting. That is correct. It is fermented, which means I guess it technically it's rotted. Hey, oh. you guys, did I, uh, did I hear uh, something about food? Is this a oh. place where I can get food? Uh, Hello. Oh, hi. No, we don't have any food here. Well, we do have some Betty chips. Uh, we do have an open-door policy oh, here love. on Comedy Soundway. Come on in. What, yeah, we have an open-door policy. You're welcome to come hang out and have some veggie chips, and I think we're going to have some Creed and perhaps kombucha later, so you're welcome to hang around. Well, that's so nice. I like all of those things on your menu. It's great. I'll, I'll make sure that I, that I pay and order. Oh, well, yeah. You know, I mean, seat yourself. You know, you don't have to wait to be seated here. It's fine. Uh, can we can we get you you know a water to start? Oh, I love water. Sure. Well, okay. Oh, here. gosh, you have water here. Yeah. Well, well oh, this is comedy Soundwave Studios. We go over there and grab the water. All right. And uh, how shall we address you, uh, ma'am? Oh Hello. gosh, no. My name is Desiree. 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 Oh, okay. Well, it's an emphasis on the end. Desiree. Well, thank you for the water. Desiree. Yeah. Desiree. Yes, it's like a ray, like a ray of sure. sunshine, like you desire the sun. Desiree. Like R A Y. Oh, yeah, Desiree. R A D E S I R A Y. I love it. I'm going to change the spelling of my <laughs> you're, name. You're gonna change, how do you spell it now? I don't remember. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Jake, how do you spell your name? Can you, for the record? J A K E. Thank you. Derek, all let's right. all spell well, our names for the Normally, record. people mistake it a lot as being D E R. I C K, but it's D E R E K. Dare wreck. Yeah. Not Rick. Oh gosh, are you okay? Did you get in a wreck? What uh, happened? Well, what happened? it was a long time You're ago. You're sweating. But I'm, I'm fine now. He's okay, Desiree. It's a, it's, a, it's a hot day out here in San Francisco. Oh. Desiree, don't. It's so uh, nice to be I was jogging to the studio us. today. Yeah. I want to make sure everyone's okay because I'm, I'm a real fine. light. Got a, built up a lot of endorphins uh, jogging over here to the studio today. So I'm feeling pretty good. Desiree, I noticed you're wearing a sun hat today. I, it, it, 
You are kind of just like a little just ball of sunshine. I feel oh like. yes, I love being joyful. Oh. I've never been down an entire day of my entire oh, life. My an entire day? No, never no, once. Never once. No, That's amazing. I don't. I don't ever let myself get down. I talk myself out of it immediately, and the goblins in my mind go away like that. Wow. You know they exist, though. <laughs> Maybe in your mind, Mister Jake, but not in mine. I'm Desiree. You said, you said <laughs> goblins. Well, I know that they exist because other people talk about them, but I don't like goblins in my mind. Can I make that clear, please? Absolutely. Well, I'm going to go now because I'm filled with creed, and I really like to appreciate the free water, you too. You get some of that creed, too? Huh? Everyone's talking about it. Did you get it from the food truck? Yes, I did, the creed truck. Out on There's a line of one person out there. Just one? Oh just my God, one we were person. just talking about that. It was me. <laughs> someone, someone is a... Oh, I love how you said my name. Thank you for being a good listener. Absolutely. Well, I hope you don't... I mean, don't, don't feel like you have to leave. You haven't even ordered an appetizer yet. Well, I could stay. Of course you can stay. Well, do. What's on the menu? Well, we have red uh, chips, uh, green chips, mm-hmm. potato-colored chips, and water. <gasps> Mr. Jake, why don't you choose? I would like any colored chips you would like me to have. Have the green one. I, that was my hit, too. That's exactly what I wanted. I'm bonding with you right now. I'm serious. I thought that color. Is it because the rays like the grass? I don't know. I'm not sure I can think that profoundly that quickly, but maybe. I think uh, what Jake might be alluding to is the uh, presence of chlorophyll in green grass. I think that comes from this energy of the sun's rays mm-hmm. causes grass to uh, turn green. Mm-hmm. And also water helps, I think. Yes, it's not all one-sided. You have to have water, too. You have to have the yin and the yang, which we have here in abundance. We now have water and sunshine and henceforth delicious vegetable chips. The point is, I think that green is the right color for you. Oh, you're like giving me custom-made food. Do you know what kind of creed I am? I don't know. Well, I actually have a global religion of creed, and that is about loving all people. That sounds pretty awesome. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good that's outlook. I think good. I'm going to start a new creed that is just based on that. And I hope more than one person from the food truck will join me. Because I'll be there. That sounds pretty awesome. Would it be beneficial for the food truck to take one of their members away? Fair point, Jake. Uh, oh, no. I'm going to have to give this point to Jake on this uh, in this debate. Oh, no. Maybe you're right. Maybe I shouldn't convert from the food truck to the... Oh, no. Don't, don't be sad. Don't be sad. No, I can't Push do that. No, goblins. no. The goblins are gone. I'm not, I'm not sad. I'm not sad. No, I'm not sad. I'm Desiree. <laughs> there we go. Desiree, may I ask you a personal question? Oh, yes. I love those. They're my favorite. Have you uh, ever had any pets? Oh, yes, I have lots of pets. You, you still have them? Yes, I do. What, what kind of animals do you I keep? have parakeets. Oh. I have a cheetah. Really? A cheetah? Mm-hmm. And is... I have a vermilion. What's that? Vermilion is a very, very special cross between a lizard and a dog. Oh, my goodness. That is quite... That must be a sight to see. It is, and it sleeps with me in my bed. I'm trying. It sleeps with you in your bed. That seems, you know, among the weirder things you just said. But it's not the weirdest. It's incredibly tame. Does it sleep above 
the covers or below the covers? Oh, question, no, Jake. I'm a very kind, warm person that sleeps under the covers, silly. But now, so he's a half mammal, half reptile. Is he? Does that make him half cold-blooded, half warm-blooded? Yeah. No, because he's around Desiree, so he's warm-blooded. Oh, Desiree. <laughs> no, can't do Always that. Always warming it up. So, yes. you all, may I ask, did you somehow, how did you come upon this creature? Did you engineer him yourself? Yes, I cross-breeded him okay. myself. You're such oh. a smart man. Okay. well, it's called intuition. Yes. That seems like the only way it could have Yes, I did. I set up a nice little romantic dinner for them one night. Yes, with little um, crickets, because that's what the lizard likes. Sure. And then kibble, because that's what the dog likes. And then I put the kibble in front of the lizard, and I put the cricket in front of the dog, and that's how they started to connect. They started to really uh, feel the the vibration. They did. I put on some nice candlelight, too. Wait, so that's how you bred the lizard? Yes, they took it from there. So are we talking like a little gecko or more of like a monitor lizard? What size of lizard are we talking here? Oh, well, it was very interesting because the one that I mated it with the, um, with, the, uh, um, with the pooch that I found on the street, um, I think it was like one of those ones that has the floppy ears. Um, it was like a one of a yip yip choo choo choo, like chihuahua kind of maybe one of those. Okay. But the lizard was a 5.5 foot crocodile oh with like a choo 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 well yip yip poop so one. So you refer to a l- crocodile as a lizard, which oh, I guess all is. so kind. They're all just all so loving. Yes, right. they're very loving. Okay, so uh, and now Vermilion is the name. Is that I've yes. always known? That's the name of the creature or its name? Well, hold on a you know second. What I mean? The species or the hold on a second, okay. Mister Will. Sure. It is not a creature. My, my my mistake. I didn't mean any offense. No, it is a lizog. Oh, lizog. Vermilion the lizog. Yes. Oh, beautiful. It's well, not a creature. Fair enough. That's I, very offensive, Will. I. Listen, comedy Soundwave listeners will uh, know that I occasionally make the uh, occasional stupid or insensitive yeah, you've, remark. Yeah, you making sensitive, bigoted remarks. A creature. Time. What kind yes. of guy are you? It's not a creature. De- terribly me. inappropriate. I'm Thank so you. sorry. I just wanted, I'm to, sorry, I just wanted to know. Um, Desiree, I'm sorry. How well uh, does uh, the Lizog, named Vermilion, play at the uh, dog park? Oh. With the other dogs. Well, I haven't gotten city permit approval yet. Uh a permit mm. is required to take Vermilion out of the it house. It doesn't say anything in Ordinance 12465, no, and right. I couldn't find anything in my Creed Bible either, so we're having a little trouble getting him in there. Plus, I can't find a leash for it. Seems like people are... Well, that's good, I think, because I wouldn't want to... If I were a Lizog, I wouldn't want a leash on me. Well, it just slips off, it slips off his, his, his caboose of his nose. There's nothing that will hold on to it. Couldn't you get like one of those uh, those leashes that kind of like fit as like a little harness, like a little around its shoulders or something? Maybe you're. Or right. does it have like one of those like like a kid's leash? Like when the when the parents who yeah. feel like they can't control their kids, they put a leash around their torsos. Or does the uh, the vermilion have like one of those like back spine things that protrude? Yes, those are oh. beautiful. Okay, those are great. If you want to back massage, they're perfect. You just lie on top of him on your back. <laughs> Yeah, it's great. So parakeet also? Yes, I have a parakeet, and she's very sweet, and she talks to me in the morning, and she eats eggs with me. And then um, I have one more, um, which is an ant. I'm going to 
I'm interested in this ant, sort of. You did say the parakeet eats eggs with you. Yes. I just wanted to just poke that around a little bit. You, what, seems a little bit cannibalistic, no? No. They're not parakeet eggs, right? No, no, okay. no, no, Whoa. no. Whoa. Chicken What's, eggs? No. What kind of eggs does no. she eat? Well, human eggs. Desiree, females do. That's expensive. That is really expensive eggs. Women do have eggs. They're called ovaries. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so the ant is my favorite. (laughs) The ant is my favorite. Yeah, let's get back to this ant. I don't... Yeah. The ant is your favorite. You have a lizog, a parakeet, and there was another animal in there. An ant. And one... Wasn't there not one more? Let the record show. No. No. Okay. I got ant. Parakeet oh, you, and Derek is, Vermilion. Derek is taking copious notes, yes. so that's good. All right. What's the ant's name? Well, the ant's name is Sam. Sam Ant? Sam, Sam the Ant. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Samantha. <laughs> I'm sorry. You that's don't? okay. We all get one. We all get one each episode. I go. I that, rip through a few. That's my one line. Okay. Oh. I, uh, we're getting into semantics here, if that's what okay. we're going Whoa. for. <laughs> Whoa, that's some high-level thinking. <laughs> I think you can take the point on that one. Yeah. I think I take your meaning, Jake. Well, uh, well, maybe we should, uh, maybe, you know, uh, Pamela has been gone for a while. I'll go maybe check on her. You want to go check on her? Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay. All right. Uh, well, uh, Will's going to go check out uh, Pamela, and uh, we'll be uh, right back. Hey, I'm Rob Reddy of the Born Ready Podcast and Piano Fight, and you're listening to Comedy Soundwave. Fucking listen to that shit. Keep listening to it. Don't be dicks. Just keep listening. Hey, have fun, everybody. Good night. Do you love drinking hydrogen and oxygen together in one liquidy substance? I know I do. I know most living things do. Some need it to live, others just like to bathe in it. Do you like water? I love water. I love water. I love water too. It's luxurious. It's stupendous. It makes my skin shiny. It makes my skin clean and moist. If you're looking for a water crystal geyser, you could do a little bit worse than crystal geyser water. Crystal geyser is collected at... North Shasta, from a natural occurring spring source. Don't do worse than Crystal Geyser. Or water may be in short supply due to California's everlasting breath. All right, welcome back to Comedy Soundwave. Uh, I'm Mr. Derek Magnuson, and I'm here uh, with uh, Pamela Holly. Hey. Hey, welcome back, Pam. Thank Hola. you. Looks like you've got some uh, excellent snacks here. I did. I brought it all for you guys. Look at my arrays of, of creeds and, uh, and uh, hummuses for you. Oh, excellent. Thanks. Uh, Jake had to uh, escort Desiree home. She was a little, oh, that's bit, good. That was a little disoriented. Yeah. But that was a nice, nice gal. That was, that, was, that was fun. Jake is such a gentleman to, do, to gentleman? offer to, yeah. to escort her home safely, make sure she guy. gets back to her pets. Uh, Pamela, so uh, we were we were talking about improv before you had to uh, you had to take off and get the snack, which is much much deserved. Yes. Do you do any improv here in the city at the moment? I see do. You? Yes, I do. I perform at uh, at Leela's Armando Group, and also with Bats, and then oh, cool. also um, in LA. Yeah, that's where I first uh, 
saw you perform with the Armando Company yes. at one of Lila's um, pie nights. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really like how well, you guys just basically do an Armando. For anyone who doesn't know, an Armando is... Well, Armando is a great format by a guy starting out in uh, Chicago. And basically, we have a person who gives a a monologue that is based on personal stories in their life from an audience suggestion. And then we riff off of that kind of a probably a 12 degrees of separation, Mm. not hitting people over the head. But we riff a few scenes. He or she interrupts us, does some more truth telling. And then we do some more scenes and they interrupt us again. And it all at the end kind of comes in to a real kind of mellifluous way. I know, what a word. word. (laughs) Of bringing it all together. It's really magical. I am trying to figure out what mellifluous means. It's flowing. It's flowing. um, Yeah, just Mm. it all all kind of flows together and it's it's very magical. Yeah. Holy butts. Holy butts. It's hot out there. Oh, come on inside. It's cool in here. Cool. We got nice cool water. Thank you. Thank you so much. Hi. Oh, hi. Sir. How you doing? I'm Will. This is Derek. I'm this Derek. This is Pamela. Hello. Hello. Hi. I'm Dale. Oh, hey, Dale. Hi, Dale. Hi. Hey, how's it going? Thanks for letting me in, guys. It is, yeah, of whoa. course. Whoa, it is hot out there. Absolutely. Whoa. <laughs> well, you're welcome to stay cool in here. Oh, thanks. Hey, is that is that water? Absolutely. That's sorry. crystal yeah, geyser water. So. Thank you. Our, yeah, thanks to our sponsor. Yeah, you can't go lower than that. Mm-mm. Whoa. Jeez, yeah. yeah. You are sweating bullets there, Dale. Well, my back. My back is... It's... It's sweaty. <laughs> got a paper towel or anything? Uh, yeah, I think we got some around oh, here. Here's, here's a roller right over here. Yeah. Thanks uh, for, for popping in. You know, it's always fun to meet the members of the community here. In oh, definitely. Do you live here in the city, Dale? Well, yes, sir, I do. What what neighborhood do you live in, Dale? I live in the Tender Knob. Oh, the Tender Knob. That's oh. kind of a hybrid That's neighborhood a, name. Yeah. Yeah, it's an adopted name. It's, you know, it's the Upper Tenderloin, Lower Knob Hill. Sure, sure, cool. Well, uh, well, this is an improv comedy podcast. An improv, an improv comedy podcast. I speak words sometimes. Um, <laughs> I can tell. Yeah. So. Oh, hello. This is Pamela. Hi, Pam. Hello. Hello. <laughs> uh, sorry? Oh, my name's Pamela. Oh, hi, Pamela. Nice to meet you, Dale. Nice to meet Thanks you. Thanks for coming in. We it's... love having anyone here. Oh, that's, that's real swell. You're a working man, Dale? You work for a living? Seem like you've got a blue collar on you. Oh, yes. I sure do. I work at the Trader Joe's. Oh, oh cool. cool. Yeah, they've got good stuff there. Yeah, the place is real great. Everyone does everything there. It's just so cool. They do help each other. I like how they bring the bells, and they were different. Like number of bells means different things, as you know. Oh, Dale. does it? Yeah. I didn't know that. Can, Dale, do you know about that? Absolutely. You work at the front of the shop. <laughs> I have to know. Well, it's probably yeah. It's probably necessary. Yeah, one bell means we got a vagrant inside. Oh boy. That's, oh. That's oh. Two bells. Two bells is. Two bells means two vagrants. <laughs> so wait, every bell ring. Means every amount of vagrants that are in Trader well, Joe's. How about three bells? Let's see. Yeah, let's have three bells. Three bells means I need a bagger. Oh, oh. okay. Oh, okay. So All that's right. no. Yeah. So just what, what, what's like a bell for customer service? Is that is it like a Feliz Navidad bell, or do you have a special bell for that? That's a really fancy bell. We only have bells that make one note. Any whistles? Only when real cute ladies walk in. Oh, Dale. 
Do you have any like well, slide Oh gosh, is that policy? Oh, that's disturbing. Trader Joe's company policy is to hoot and catcall at any attractive woman oh, who wants. Oh gosh, wanders, that's what it is. I never knew what that yeah, was. I never yeah. noticed. That every time I go to Trader Joe's, it's or men, so busy. or men, whatever. Oh men, they're all good looking. I whistle. Yeah, equal opportunity whistler. Well, I guess that's sort of not sexist of you, Dale, but kind of still a little bit. It could be know. misconstrued as that, but I mean, if you're just it's whistling called, at everybody that walks in. It's called whistling while you work. Oh. Makes the day go by oh, faster. Yeah, we all know that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So, Dale, what happens when there's a spill on a certain aisle? How do you, is there a bell or who, how do you do that? Oh, whoever's closest just, uh, you know, gets the appropriate accoutrements to clean it up. Does Trader Joe's have special accoutrements? Yeah. One of them. It's just called a mop with a bell on the end of it, so it shakes and makes noise. Oh my god! I didn't so know. that way, you know, customers know to stay away. I never noticed there were so many bells at Trader Joe's. What, how many? How do you signal that the little uh, sampler station is all out of any of the items? Oh, that's a good one. Because I always get there, and sometimes there's like no items. Oh, right. yeah. that's yeah, an emergency. Right. Yeah, that is an emergency. All hands on deck. It is. It is a siren. Wow. Oh, a siren! Yeah. Wee woo, wee woo. You know, like that? I've heard that. Yeah, I've heard that one. Okay. Yeah, that's how you know to stay away because that is not a pretty sight. Seeing the the samples empty. No. Oh, oh. So, so Dale. So, if the samples are empty, are we finding that like that's really like increasing like customer buying of the product, or are they just kind of mooching off you? Well, I gotta say. Deep. Yeah, you had to think about that, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I was just—it's actually, you know, the same—the same way that when you hear an ambulance, you're like, "That's bad," or "It's good," because they're going to it. So it's yeah, they're getting someone there. Uh, so right? it's warning people to stay away. Like, keep your eye, avert your eyes. It's also real great because people just ate it all up, and they're like, "I want to know what that chicken salad is," and I'm gonna buy some. Or, you know, that corned beef and cabbage. It's like, yeah, that is, that is good. We have all the ingredients for that here. Corned beef and cabbage. Is that, is that really popular? Well, around uh, St. Patty's Day. Yeah, yeah, we just had St. Patty's Day recently. Mm -hmm. so Sorry, so fresh it. on the mind. We all uh, celebrated our Irishness in our own ways, I'm sure. I know I did. Mm -hmm. I think I am very tangentially Irish. Everyone's Irish on St. Patty's Day. In fact, St. Patty's Day is not even a big deal in Ireland. It's mostly an American holiday. Oh, yeah. Is that true? Fun fact. Mm. Yes. Well, there's more people of Irish descent in America oh, than there are in Ireland by far. Uh, actually, like every city or county in Ireland has their own kind of patron saint, and St. Patrick was just the patron saint of one particular town. I'm not sure, even sure which it was. Oh, so, interesting. So they I didn't all know kind that. of like have different St. Patty's Days every, I mean, it's always St. Patty's Day. So then what happened? Was it that the people on the frontier came here and kind of chose that patron saint and I, kind of made I that their... I think so. I'm sort of half, half telling history and half sort of speculating. <laughs> but out of your ass. Chicagoans, <laughs> you know. Well, that's part of the, the point of your show is to inform people on really important facts. Important that's what people factoids. are tuning in to yes. learn all these... Incredible facts. The truthiness. These facts they wouldn't hear otherwise or find out because they're so busy. Our listeners are a busy bunch. They're out there jogging on the treadmill or driving to work. These are the captains of industry. Listen to this podcast. I hope you guys are prepared to mm -hmm. have your inboxes flooded with just just tycoons. I already out. checked. I've already got like 32. 
since we've been here. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. wow. They, well, they have the inside information. Insider trading these days is out of control. I think the tycoons probably got together. Yeah. And fat cats. Yeah. And it's ringing a lot of bells on that. Mm-hmm. But, holy butts. <laughs> it's my time. My lunch is almost... Halfway over. Oh, oh you have to get so back I, already. Yeah, it took, oh, me, yeah, it took you, uh, me like halfway. Yeah, you hear that? You can hear those bells. Dale, I'm, well, I'm sorry that the bell t- is tolling for you, but I mean, I wish you the best of finishing off your shift, and uh, we'd love to have you back anytime, you know. Uh, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, this place is great. You guys are so hospitable. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, come by Trader Joe's. You don't even need a discount card. Really? Are you going to give us something free? Well, if you come by the station for the samples... You can have as much. You're a man of um, integrity. Well, right. Dale, if you, I mean. I we know, also had coffee. You, I know you might have to go, but we are going to play our favorite feature on this show, Would You Prefer, in a little bit. If you're able to stay just a little bit longer, we'd love to have you play our game. But, you know what? Sure, I'm just going to have to run for a couple blocks to right. make up time. Sounds good. All, all right. right. Here we go. And here's our favorite song. <gasps> Would you prefer? Would you prefer? This or that? Do that or this? Do or this? Would you prefer? Cacao. Would you prefer? Cacao. Would you prefer? Eek. Beautiful. I love that song. Gets better every time I hear it. Oh yeah. All right. Well, we have our. It's time to play our favorite feature on today's show. It's Would You Prefer. Everyone knows how this is played. I'll read you two Would You Prefer scenarios, and you can all ask questions to determine which is the scenario for you. And of course, I have all the answers to any questions you might need to know about either universe uh, that we're, we're going to be discussing mm-hmm. today. And I will award points at the end based on the correctness of your answers, and uh, we'll all have a good time. So today's Would You Rather... Uh, excuse me, Would You Prefer oh, we're for right legal now. reasons. <laughs> excuse me. Don't sue us. Would you prefer scenarios come to us from our own brains? And uh, would you rather prefer to... <laughs> I am going to be sued. I am just going to be sued. Prefer you rather. All right. I would prefer to say this correctly, so I'll try one more time. Would you prefer to be Stretch Armstrong or to be a maid on a milk farm? And I will open the floor for questions. I will entertain any questions that you may have regarding either scenario. Do my nerves stretch, too? In the Stretch Armstrong scenario? In the Stretch Armstrong scenario. Yes, your nerves stretch uh, to unfathomable lengths, and they do get frayed at the end. Do, okay. Mm, are you okay with that? Would I experience pain from stretching? Uh, g- g- this is why we play the game, Dale. You're perfect at this. You're natural. Yes, uh, it, you would experience uh, some pain when you are stretched beyond reasonable limits. I mean... Like beyond 35 feet. Okay, okay. But you can stretch really, really far. This kind of hurts. 35 feet is pretty big. Wait, so I got a question about that. So are we Stretch Armstrong the doll or just a normal person with Stretch Armstrong abilities? Oh, that's a good question, Derek. I mean, who's to say what you really are? I mean... But I'm taller than like 12 inches, right? Yeah, you're a full size. You're your regular height. Okay. It's just you have the abilities of Stretch Armstrong, gotcha. which is pretty sweet. Mm. That's pretty cool. Well, I have a question because this is important yep, in, in my life. Is do either of them have a significant relationship? Because love is important. So if I'm going to choose, I want to know: Do either of them have that in their lives? Oh, what a great question! Actually, um, you're both do have uh, significant others. They do. They do. So Stretch Armstrong uh, is married to Barbie. Oh, good. I, was, I thought he might be gay. Okay, good. And uh, stretch arms, and it's like a full-size regular Barbie person. Okay. Just a 
brought to life Barbie. Mm-hmm. And the maid on the milk farm, you know, she's, she's got a, a farmer in her life. She's a neighboring farm. He, he runs a small, small bean farm. So they're both loyal and monogamous. Uh, well, I guess so. Yeah. Ooh, I need clarity on that question. Am I going to make I a decision? Don't know. Well, if I were Stretch Armstrong and my arms were that long, <laughs> I would hug Barbie and Ken at the same time. That's right. a very good point. Dale, I appreciate your wisdom. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Thanks for bringing that up, guys. Stretch Armstrong has been known to, you know. Stretch he, his arms too long. Our, yeah, yeah, he's been known to stretch himself a little, spread himself a little thin on that, that uh, toast. Yeah, but you know what's kind of nice about it? His arms have to rubber band back at some point so he can't stray too long. He always comes back to Barbie in the end, and she's sort of, uh, she's kind of had it with stretches yours, uh, cheating ways. Yeah. But she's, she's a, loyal, a loyal woman in a lovely home. I would mm-hmm. make sure that my arms stretch back real slow, like side and accidentally slap Barbie or anything like that. Like, you know, measuring tape. That's very gentlemanly. That makes sense. Yeah, uh, don't it, want to inflict pain. So wait, so with the the made on a milk, what was it milk farm? Yep, made on a milk farm. <laughs> I suppose that makes sense. Um, is this um, is so? I'm just doing it all manually, or is there like a machine that I'm like a technician on? Oh no, you manually milk the cows, oh, like okay. old school, old old ham. school made yeah. on a milk farm. Okay, yeah. Do I get to wear like uh, overalls? Be like a manly maid. <laughs> Do you get to wear overalls and be a manly maid on the milk farm? Yes. Oh, no. Yeah, no you I can, would, oh. Well, you can wear overalls, sure. I don't care. Okay. It's your choice. Oh, that's a shame. I was kind of picturing it as, like, really, like, idyllic and, like, in Austria, like, on a big green hill, and she had, like, a cute little, like, dress that had, like, little... Yeah, that's a good question. Does that happen in Austria, that scenario? It does, yeah. Okay. It does take place in the hills of Austria, luckily. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Okay. But you can, I mean, you have some free will yet still in this world, you can still wear whatever you feel okay. is appropriate. So if you want to, like, get all cute up and like, yeah. be, like, a little maid, that's, that's fine. Uh, if I were the maid uh, on the milk farm, would it? Is business doing good? Oh, have you ever had Austrian cheese? Oh, my gosh. Yes, business, oh, is, bo- business is booming. Wow. Yeah, you guys run a, you, hmm. you sell that milk, you sell the cheese curds. You like that might chocolate. be a good provider for Trader Joe's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Do they source, does Trader Joe's source a lot of stuff from Austria, a lot of their dairy department? Well, we we got a lot from all over the world, though. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You have to learn German, unless you already know it. I thought thought Trader Joe's would have a lot. Well, because we're in San Francisco, California, I I thought there'd be more California cows. Well, yeah. Well, Stretch Armstrong does, uh, he does live in San Francisco. He lives in Tender Knob, but... Uh, the maid of the milk farm is near near Vienna, Austria. Yeah, just outside the Ooh. city. It's a major. He lives in the same neighborhood as me. Yeah, I was gonna say. Have you seen Stretch? I might have seen an arm or something. I can't. Uh, I don't know. Now remind. Now just to remind you of the universe that we're we're selecting. This is you. You will be Stretch Armstrong in this universe, or you will be a maid in a milk farm. So currently, it he could do- be doesn't exist, but he could be if you choose it, and that's the correct answer. What would a milkmaid in the Tender Knob do? What would a milkmaid in the Tender Knob do? I'm sure she could find something to milk, but this particular milkmaid lives I think in I've Austria. Seen, I think I've seen a milkmaid in the Tender Knob at one point or another. I bet you late have. Late at night. Really? Yeah. That, that doesn't sound too appealing. 
I wasn't milking cows, I can tell you that. Oh, oh. boy. Dale, well, we're going to... Are there any other questions regarding either scenario? Yeah, I got a, I... another question about the okay. Stretch Armstrong scenario. So are there, like, super villains that I have to fight or something in oh, that scenario? Good, good, good question. Well, like the red guy? The red yeah, guy the, was made the red to guy be where he'd stretch, just like him. But you could, like, he could freeze. You do have a nemesis, yes. And he's got goosebumps. You have a nemesis, but it's, uh, it's the king from Burger King. Ooh, you know that guy? That's a good one. Yeah, yeah he is evil. That guy never stops smiling. No, and that creepy mask. Right beneath that smile is just just anger. But, you know, I don't know if that's true. I think that the, the, the Burger King guy is able to get the goblins out, you know? And I, I, think, I think he's able to protect his mind. Well, is that a question? Oh, sorry. Do I need <laughs> okay. to phrase a question? Yeah, well, could you phrase that as oh, a question? Oh, 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 I'm phrase that as a question. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I, I, I feel like, is, is that really a danger? Is that nemesis really a danger to him? Well, no, not really. I mean, Stretch bests his nemesis every time. I mean, the king is constantly right. trying to pull one over, but Stretch just he slaps him silly. You know, he reaches around and just, just really like takes it to him. Like trips mm-hmm. him. He can trip him, yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. So he's not a real threat. You're right, Pammy. You've hit on something important there, that even though you do have a, an arch enemy, you really get the upper hand in most situations mm-hmm. against them. Mm-hmm. I, have a, I have a question. Which one of them would be most likely to win the Nobel Peace Prize and why? Ooh, that is a good question. Yeah. That's a very good question. Really good I have to say, Pammy, I like your question-asking strategy because it's not, it's not scenario-specific. You ask a, a general question and, and put the onus on me to make the assessment. I <laughs> Aren't think you the person great. who has all the answers? I do have all the answers. You have all the answers. I do. Luckily, oh, you're an answer guy. Page. Luckily, I'm prepared. Yeah, let me. Yeah. Let, let, so if you could just, to restate your question, which is more likely to win the Nobel Peace Prize? Was yes. that the question? Uh-huh. Well, Stretch, of course, you know, keeps the streets of San Francisco safe. That's and what I was thinking. So, he, so that's really something. However, you know, the Maid on the Milk Farm... Uh, you know, she does, she does really, you know, she helps out a lot of, of, of poor children uh, in the world and, and does a lot of charity work. So, mm. you know, I think she might have, think, might have a slight edge on stretch. I think the maid in the tender knob is also doing a lot of charity work, too. Dale, again, with this tender knob maid. Yeah, so she may be, she may be helping out the poor, but she is actually not one of your choices for this game. And you guys need to decide. Make a very important choice. Well, how you're going to live the rest of your realities? One of these two. Well, I, I think I'm. I think I'm close. You're getting close. Okay. Yeah. Please right. do not vote early. But if I will, if there are any more questions, I'll uh, I'll entertain one last question. Otherwise, we're going to close the floor for questions. Um, I do have one more question. Okay. Um, if they were to choose a signature piece of jewelry to wear, which would each one of them choose? And why? And and why? <sighs> Okay, just making sure. I've yes, I, you know, I'm so sorry. Thank you for counseling me because I'm so right. not good at at at, at 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 asking questions. Oh, you're you're fine. You're doing fine. I am. Okay. Yes, I'm just wanting to make and sure why? and clarify. Yeah. What can can I? Well, can I try again? Absolutely. Uh, which uh, signature piece of jewelry would they pick, and why? Great question. Thank you. Thank you. All right. To recap, uh, the latest pending question, excellently phrased from Pamela in multiple parts with compound <laughs> answers involved. She has asked, between the Stretch Armstrong scenario and the Made on a Milk Farm scenario, which would be the signature piece of jewelry that each would choose and why? And, of course, the answer is Stretch Armstrong would choose a Burger King crown, and that's because he likes to terrorize his nemesis to no end. 
by way of, <laughs> by mocking him. Yeah. And the maid on the milk farm uh, would choose an anklet because uh, you know she can still kind of show off her ankles and still be kind of cute and sexy, but in a classy way. And her neighbor, her boyfriend, the farmer uh, across the way with the bean farm, really wait, 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 that's wait. So boyfriend? I thought I thought they were married. I thought he had a husband. Uh, well, no, no, it's a boyfriend. Well, you know, you play your cards right. You might get that. Uh, oh, okay. That so ring. it's a boyfriend, maybe. Ser- yeah. Serious. Yeah. It's serious. Did he give her the anklet? He did. He did. Oh, oh. Yeah, you know, okay. that's a big step in, in Austrian yeah, culture. Once yeah, you give the anklet, sure. that's like the next step is Absolutely. combining it's farms. the Austrian anklet. Everyone knows right. about that. Mm. Why? I mean, why buy the milk if you can get the cow, cow for, for free? free. <laughs> yeah. Yes, that's yeah. right. All right. Yeah. On that note, I think I'm going to close the floor for questions. If you guys have uh, got your votes, I'll, we're going to vote. All right. I'll start with Derek. I'm going to vote. Like to vote? I'm going to vote for being the maid on the milk farm. And why? Well, because you get all that great Austrian milk and cheese oh, yeah. and milk chocolate. And you get to be in Austria. Absolutely. In the beautiful scenic views. You Sounds like might win the Nobel Peace Prize. I, well, that too, I might win the Nobel Peace, Peace Prize. Awesome. Awesome. So that's what I'm going for. Tammy, how do you like to vote? You know, I have to say, uh, this is really conflicting for me. It's really hard. I mean, if I could have my best case scenario, I would like wait and wait and ponder this over many, many days because I'm someone who just has challenges making decisions. Um, but since you put me on the spot, mm-hmm. um, what I... What like to do here at Comedy Soundwave. Yes, I know. I know. It's a, it's a new format. Um, with Stretch Armstrong, it was tough because that guy could combat a lot of terrorism mm-hmm. in the tender knob and internationally, right? right? I mean, I think the next Pulitzer Prize winner could be someone who, like, is, like, an anti-terrorist guy, right? What if his arms could go and, like, take all the jihads and, like, scrum them up and, like, whack them with his arm that goes back and forth, right? Like, I mean, he could be very powerful. However, um, I still have some really sneaking suspicions that he's gay. So I, I don't think that um, he's probably going to be loyal to Barbie. So I'm going to, yeah, and that's important to me. So I'm going to go with the milkmaid because of the global. She's got a pure heart. She got the Austrian anklet. Mm -hmm. And um, she's out in nature and Mm -hmm. she's helping people. Oh, that's a great vote. Dale, how do you like to vote? I would definitely have to say Stretch Armstrong. All right, we got one vote for each. Yeah. Why Why do you like to vote that way, Dale? Well, I think it would come in handy just because, uh, what? Handy. <laughs> yeah, I said it. That's great. It would come in handy at your job at, at Trader Joe's. Yeah, I absolutely. Think. I would be able to do so much. I would be able to, well, for one thing, just like ride the cable car from real far away. I'd wear like roller skates. And you win the Pulitzer Prize. For writing? Yeah, for writing. Nice. No one, it wasn't. No one asked that question, but... You, Stretch Armstrong does win the Pulitzer. He's a noted... Uh, I, he's would, a no- I would write real big because I can stretch real big. Yeah, you, you really have a great you know, global reach, so to speak. All oh, right. I, I could probably get a raise or something. Absolutely. I could do some better trading. And <clears throat> I'm, I'm pleased to announce that the correct answer was made on the milk farm. Oh. See oh. Oh. Thank you all so much for playing. It's oh, a well-played gosh. game. And hey, there's no losers here, only second placers. So. Did I win some creeps? You absolutely did. We are oh, I think actually we're getting a shipment of that in at Trader Joe's today. Perfect. Oh, I gotta go. Everyone, great job. Okay, see you later, Dale. Bye, right. Dale. See you, Dale. Bye, Thanks Dale. for stopping by. Okay, wow, another successful Would You Prefer. I almost yeah. pronounced, I almost said it right this time. Another successful Would You Prefer. What a game. Right, you know what closes that out? 
What's that? The exit theme. How's that one going? It goes, Cat. you preferred, you preferred, you preferred. The milkmaid. The milkmaid. Behind men. All right. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, Way to go for. Uh, okay. Now uh, hosting that. Will? No problem. Oh, thanks for the kombucha. Oh, cool. Hey, Jake, hey welcome, welcome back, Jake. Back. Hey. Just in time for plugs. Bugs. This is about all there left is to do Luggedy in the pluggedy show. Pluggedy to sweet. Okay, so uh, this is the point of the show where we uh, say goodbye and we let people know where we can see more of you. Uh, and I'll let uh, Pamela. Oh, I missed have, the show. You, sorry, Jake. We'll, we'll catch you up. Who's the crap? You just have to listen to this. Pamela, oh. do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, I've got um, a 40-minute musical called The Hills Are Alive with the Sound of Improv, and you can find out more about it at PamelaHolly.com or email me at PamelaHolly at Yahoo, and last name is H-A-W-L-E-Y. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. How about the uh, Armando? Yes, and Armando as well, too. We have future dates coming up, but um, Armando's great. Love playing with them regularly. They are a phenomenal group. Do you have a Facebook page? Yes, we do. We have a Facebook page on Armando, um, and that's underneath me, Pamela Holly, and also underneath Leela. Cool. Thanks so much. Jake, do you have any plugs? Uh, Yeah, just wanted to say that my team, Ukakwa, spelled (laughs) U-Q-A-Q-U-A. Ukakwa? Yes, it's not Yukakwa. There's no Y in there. Nah. Um, we'll be performing in the People's Non-Binding Arbitration as the arbitrators. Uh, or like the jury? The jury. Yeah, the arbitrators, the big guy. The big mysterious mask. When and where can we see that? And that is going to be on the 27th of April. Ooh. Uh, Yes, so yeah. Stageworks. At Stageworks in the mission for $5, you can get a lot of good laughs. And if you have something that you would like settled, you can probably settle it. Fantastic. You laugh. Thanks so much. Thank cool. you. Cool. Um, I would like to plug um, my team, Charmers Market, at the Endgames Showcase, April 21st, Tuesday at 8 p.m. at Stageworks. I'd also like to plug us later that week on Thursday at 50 Mason, Thursday, April 23rd, 50 Mason Social House um, as part of SF Bar Prov. This is actually SF Bar Prov's two-year anniversary show, uh, and I want, want everyone to come out. It's going to be really fun and some great comedy for you there in the Tenderloin for only $5. And that's all i got to plug for right now. Derek, you got anything? Uh, yeah, you can also uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, Mr. Derek Magnuson. Uh, I'm pretty much on all social media as uh, Mr. Derek Magnuson. That's uh, M-R-D-E-R-E-K-M-A-G-N-U-S-O-N. And you can also uh, follow this show on Twitter as well at uh, Comedy Soundwave. And we're also on Facebook as well. Um, we, s- we share a lot, a lot of the info on um, the Facebook page, so just like that. On uh, It's uh, Comedy Soundwave. That's uh, three separate words on Facebook. You can catch me as well at the, the People's Non-Binding Arbitration show on April 27th. And also you can catch me on uh, Saturday nights at the uh, Piano Fight Theater. We've got uh, a jam, an improv jam called the Backseat Jam. That's at 11 p.m. on Saturday nights. Awesome. A lot of improv going on. Thanks, everybody, so much. Thanks for listening. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having us on. All right. Glad you, Pamela, I'm glad you could be here. Jake and Will. Looks like that closes out. Another coming.
Come and sound wave, 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 come